Rockets, episode 21 of SMFR, the podcast. This is your buddy Steve, my friend Reeb, SMFR, if you will. If not, I'm just Steve. I'm, I'm okay with that. You can call me anything. Just call me for dinner, whatever that means. Something that harkens from back in the day. But today's episode is based on all of us. All of us. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story to tell. Isn't that the truth? We all do. And if you sit and think about it, if you're sitting alone and maybe you're discouraged a little bit and you start thinking about all the things you've done in your life, was there one defining moment? Was there one thing that made you who you are? Was it a culmination of things? Did you have a story when you were young that kind of turned your life in the direction that it is now? Or maybe something happened and it turned it the other way and you became more aware of who you were. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I've lived life like you have, and I've made my share of mistakes, and I have a couple stories, more than a couple, we all do, but um, I always talk about this on these podcasts and on the YouTube shorts, and by the way, thank you so much for subscribing to the YouTube shorts. Um, it's, it's doing very well. It inspires me to do more, and even these podcasts, I just enjoy it so much, and I hope you do as well. But getting back to my point, I always go back to my dad. The golden rule, I, this was in a previous podcast and it's subject of a couple YouTubes, but I lived the golden rule. I didn't even know it, but there were a few defining moments where things happened when I was a kid and I'm like, yeah, that's how I should be. Because when I was younger, I got, well, I was a little scrawny little kid and I got beat up pretty much. It wasn't any fun, but I, I turned out kind of normal, I think. I don't know. You can tell me. But it was one of those things that I knew I never wanted to be that person on the other side. So, again, the theme of a lot of these podcasts and, and the social media stuff I do is treat others as you would be treated because you never want to go through that. You never want to be the kid that gets picked on or the person that people laugh at. That doesn't do any good. That's that's akin to gossip. But anyway, you know what? I've got to preface this, and I'm kind of getting into it. I'm getting ahead of myself, but hope you're okay with that. But Dean Koontz, who's an acclaimed author, he said years ago, and the numbers have changed, so I've updated them, but there's almost 8 billion of us walking the planet, 8 billion smaller worlds on the big one. 8 billion stories, everyone an epic story, full of tragedy and triumph, good and evil, despair and hope. Now that may sound a little dramatic, but it's really not. Think about it yourself. I mean, how many things have you gone through to be at the station you are in life right now? I'm sure I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear your comments. And again, I always say this, but if you want to get on this podcast with me or anything like that, I'd love to hear your story. Uh, another recurring theme is we're all one people. You know, they try to divide us, but we're just one people. And our stories are probably fairly similar, you know? This is goes back several years, but um, I was in a, a cafe, actually it was a bar, full disclosure, and there was a fellow who came in all the time, and he looked just, looked terrible, <laughs> worse than me. <laughs> and anyway, he, you know, was disheveled, and but he came in all the time. And um, it was a bar I played music at, and he's sitting there one day, and I'm, I'm just in there just chatting with the bartender, and the, the bar owner came in, and we're just shooting the breeze, talking about music and whatnot. And this guy comes in, and he's sitting at the end, 
And nobody really ever made fun of him, but people just knew that he lived. I heard he lived in a storage shed right down the street for a while. But I also know that his family has a, a, a horse farm not too far from where I grew up. And I knew that, but I wasn't sure what his story was. So we're sitting there and I said, hey, Mark, you know, you going to be here a while? Yeah, I'll be here a while. So I got him a Jameson or something. And we sat there and I said, what is your story? You got to have a story. Do you want to tell me? I'd like to hear it. And I did it in a way that disarmed him. He was didn't feel threatened because some so many times people feel threatened when you, you know, like you're being confrontational. And it wasn't that at all. It was just one of those days where it's like, hey, you feel like talking? I'm going to listen. And those should be most of our days. But still, some days are better than others. Don't we know that? So we start talking and, and Mark starts saying, yeah, I'm, I'm staying at the storage shed right up the street. And I said, well, that's, you know, it's wintertime. He had his bike stolen because he rode his bicycle. We called him Bicycle Mark. And um, so he was he was in a bad way. So I think somebody put him up when they found out he was in that shed. But it was kind of a collective thing. Everybody kind of looked out for him a little bit. But anyway, getting back to my point, I said, Mark, you know, what's your story? And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, what, what did you do with, with your life to this point? And I was very careful not to say, look at you. You're a mess. I just wanted to know what he'd done in his life. Well, he starts talking about being an engineer. And it turns out he went to the University of Missouri Rolla, which is an excellent engineering school. Believe me, for a guy who didn't graduate with a bachelor's degree, that's pretty impressive. And if you know that school, you know it's quite a um, quite an amazing school, and the curriculum's tough, and people that come out of there get jobs. So anyway, he said, yeah, I did this and that. And I said, so did you, where did you work? And he starts talking. He starts bringing it out little, little by little, you know, and he can see we're comfortable. Plus, I think Jameson was working on him. So as, as we sat, and, and I was very careful to parse my questions so it didn't seem like an interview, but I was just asking, you know, he could have said no, but we were having a nice, nice quiet time. And he starts talking about that he was one of the engineers that helped to build or design and build the Louisiana Superdome in New Orleans. And I tried not to act surprised, but I have to admit, <laughs> I was surprised. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be in any of these situations because you just never know. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. And he probably thought I was like, yeah, right, buddy. But he starts talking about stress points and and um, different weight-bearing walls and, and all these different things that only an engineer would know how they had to design that dome in a different way. And so, so it didn't collapse, obviously. And the more he talked, the more I realized he was right on. And you know what? You guys, I think he enjoyed telling that story. And I, I sat and listened, and pretty soon the bar owner came over, and he was listening, and we're like, wow, that's pretty cool, Mark. And here's a guy that did that, and he's living in a storage shed, or was, and he got his bicycle stolen. And it wasn't a great bike either. It was just what he used to get, you know, the convenience store to get a hot dog or something. But he was always welcome in, in that bar, and the bar was called Sullivan's right here in Belleville. Illinois. So you know what? I think it was nice of him. He passed away sometime later, not too much later, but I'm thinking, sitting there talking to him, listening to him, and maybe it gave him a sense of, yeah, you know what? 
I'm not so bad after all. And he wasn't bad, but he just, he had the appearance of the guy just, you know, living in a storage shed. But there are so many people like that, don't you know? And it's, it's a blessing when we get to find out what they've got inside. And we can assume nothing. Appearance means nothing. Really, it, it doesn't. It's the, the posers that dress nice. They're the, a lot of times, they're the ones without, without anything, at least nothing in their heart. And a friend of mine over in St. Louis, a guy that's a very successful businessman, I asked him his story. One day we were sitting somewhere, and he, he turns out he owned a whole bunch of Pizza Huts and Kentucky Fried Chickens and all this stuff, and he was showing me things on his phone that only the guy that really did this would have. But this gentleman's very unassuming, didn't drive a fancy car, just came in, had um, like a hamburger and whatnot, and maybe a beer or two, and then he was gone, and he comes to town once in a while. I'm not sure where he lives. But I heard later he has a huge house in California and he travels overseas and he's got plants down in Mexico where he's originally from. Fascinating stuff. It, it really is. And he told me, this gentleman, Hector, he told me, Steve, there are a lot of $35,000 millionaires out there. Now, all these people also have a story to tell. If you get what I'm saying there, they don't look like they're millionaires. Isn't that, isn't that something? I mean, I could go off the track here and talk about, you know, Ray Walton and, and people like that. And, and S. Druitt Cathy, who's somebody I really like that started Chick-fil-A. Great book of his, too. Anyway, I talked about that on an earlier podcast. But everybody has a story to tell you all. Everybody does. And when you look at somebody and you have a minute, ask them, you know. If, if you're in a gas station or, or, or a supermarket, maybe you can't get that much out of them, but you can make their day by saying hi and saying, hey, what's going on? Everything good? And you can draw things out of them. So much fun. It's, it's something I enjoy doing, and I know you do as well. Anyway, you know, everybody has a story to tell, right? There's 8 billion of us out there, and there are more than 8 billion stories. And again, I'd love to hear yours. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoy this stuff because I sure do. God bless. And you know what? Have a great day. I love you guys.